0: Good morning, Wisconsin. Welcome back to the show. Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ, Pop Culture Corner, coming up in about 30 minutes. And uh, today's is an homage, in a way, to the Green Bay Packers. And let us let us be honest. I understand that there's a lot of big stuff going on in the world. I understand that in Washington there's huge battles about Donald Trump's cabinet picks and things like that. I I, I get all that, but around here... Let's face it. What what are people really thinking about? Are they counting down the days till there's a confirmation vote on uh, Attorney General nominee Jeff Sessions? No, they're they're counting down the hours to the Green Bay Packers Dallas Cowboys game. I mean, that, that's just that is just the reality. I was trying to decide what I was going to wear this morning, and I'm you know, we're, we're going to again face we Facebook Live a number of the segments. We're going to put Pop Culture Corner up on Facebook Live, and I was thinking, well, I don't know should I put on a should I put on a, a jacket and a tie or should I wear my my new old-school Green Bay Packers jersey? Well, it's it's my new old-school Green Bay Packers jersey, a I, I sweatshirt. I mean, that's because we're all thinking about the Packers, and I don't know. This is about the time, you know, starting about Thursday where you start to focus, all right, is, when's the game time? When's the game going to roll around? haven't decided where I'm going to uh, take in the game this year. I actually, I thought for a minute my – um. My sister-in-law and her husband live outside of Dallas. They live in Arlington, and I actually, I, I was thinking, okay, is this one of these deals where should I, should I try to see if I could score a ticket, and because I'd have a place to stay, and I'm sure they'd, I'm sure they'd be willing to go to the game if I could score a couple tickets, I could stay there. I, I thought about it, and then. It's just now. Nah, I think I'll stay here because I'm uh, next week. I'm going to be gone a uh, week from Friday. Just uh, it's inauguration day. No, and I'm not going to the inauguration. I'm actually going the other way to go chase golf balls through the Arizona sun for two or three days. Just a one day vacation. But um, every, everybody's counting down to the Packers. No question about it. All right. Um, a couple weeks ago, we we and we've been doing this. It's sort of a tradition here at WTMJ. Each of the hosts do a do a Christmas show. And because 2016 was just a, a heck of a year for me, it, mine was a little bit different than, than a, a typical Christmas show. But one of the things I do every year is I invite family members onto the program. And so we we have a segment with my, my brother, who's a lawyer in town, and I'm very, very close to my brother. And we just kind of talk about Wagner family traditions and things like that. And my, my brother, th- this is, I guess as midlife crises go, that this is not a bad one. I mean, some some midlife crises guys like leave their wives and buy Porsches or run away with twenty six year old strippers, exotic dancers. That would be to Belize, you know. I mean, that's 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 what some guys do. My, my brother, he wants to get a tattoo, <laughs> you know, and he's and he's and I'm I'm just you know and he, he he shared that you know he 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 wants to get a tattoo and I'm just kind of listening and he's very serious about that and he's and I'm just kind of saying okay well. I, I will I love you scott i, I do I, I love you um, I will go with you and watch you get the tattoo matter of fact i would be I would love to film you getting the tattoo but but no I've, i i have I have no desire, and I understand that that this is in fact the trend that that 's going on. One of the things that has really happened, and if you served in the military, you will be able to attest to this, is the fact that for years and years and years, the military has had very stringent rules on, on tattoos, and it might seem odd in some respects because, you know, when you think of when you think of people who've got tattoos, a lot of times it's people who were in the military. But the military has had very stringent rules on them. One of the things that the military is finding nowadays, however, is when you go out and try to recruit people to join the military, a lot of times they already have lots of tattoos, which are in many cases, in violation of some of the old policies. So one of the arguments is, hey, you know, when you're trying to recruit people for the voluntary mili- volunteer military, if you start being overly restrictive on, on tattoos, what you do is you have a lot of people who would be very, very good service people who want to serve the country, but you're, you're limiting them because they, in fact, have tattoos. Now, I bring this up because, story out this week, Beginning February 1st, the Air Force will no longer enforce its 25% tattoo rule. Um, Airmen were previously not allowed to have tattoos on the chest, the back, the arms, and the legs that were larger than 25% of the exposed body part. Now, they can have full tattoo sleeves on their arm, So, you know, the tattoos that run all the way down the arm or large back pieces, if they choose. Um, Tattoos, body markings or brands on the head, neck, face, tongue, lips and or scalp are still prohibited. Uh, Tattoos on the hands will be limited to one single band ring tattoo on one finger. Um, Airmen who already have hand tattoos that were already authorized will be grandfathered in Um, Air Force field recruiters said that almost half of their contacts, applicants and recruits, had tattoos. One out of every five had tattoos that required a review or could be considered disqualifying. By lifting this rule, the Air Force says, hey, we are dramatically opening up the population of people who are eligible for the service. Okay, let's tee this up, 414-799-1620, 800-877-1620. That's the Acunet Mortgage Toll-Free Talk line historically, there have been all sorts of regulations as to what sort of tattoos you could have and, and how much of the body they could cover and what would be visible. Um, the Army has been reviewing this stuff. The Navy has been reviewing this stuff. The Air Force now says, hey, we've had this rule, this 25% rule. It, it doesn't make sense anymore. So now, you know, if you want to have tattoos up and down your arms, all over your back, all over your chest, it's not a big deal. We're going to change the rule. All right. Does this make sense? 414-799-1620, 800-877-1620. That's the AccuNet mortgage toll-free talk line. And I guess, I mean, related to that would be, all right, what is, the, what is in fact the next step? If you're going to allow tattoos all up and down the arm, does it make sense to not allow tattoos on the face or the back of the neck? How far should they go? And if you served in the military or you've got ink, I'd be particularly interested in your perspective on this. We discuss in two minutes. If you're on the line, please hold on. 1115, Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ. 1117, Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ. Okay, the U.S. Air Force has announced that it's dramatically changing its tattoo policies. Um, What they're saying is that Um, we we are finding that there's a number of people who would otherwise like to join the Air Force but are automatically disqualified because they've got all these tattoos. What do you think? Let's start with Troy and Racine. Troy, you're first. Good morning. How are you doing, Jeff? Very well, thank you. What do you think?
1: Well, I think it's, it's not right. It's disrespectful to the uniform that they wear. Uh, again, lowering the standards. I did nine years in the military in the Navy. Uh, never you mean you
0: had the opportunity too. to serve the country for nine years in the Navy? Yeah. Yeah, got it.
1: And uh, uh, you know, when I joined the, you had to have a high school diploma. Now I guess they've lowered it. You can have a GED.
0: So
1: it's just mm-hmm. I. Uh, that's the use of today, though they just love their little ink on their arms, and I think it's uh,
0: well. Let me ask you: uh, so You say it, and I'm very, and I'm intrigued from your perspective, Troy. And, and of course, you, you get you have the opportunity to do it because you know you served our country for nine years. When you say when you say it's disrespectful, okay? So let's say you got a, you got a kid that's got the tattoos that run from the shoulder down to the wrist, and obviously it's going to be visible if they're in a short sleeve shirt or something. When you say disrespectful, what do you mean?
1: It takes away from the, the honor of the uniform to serve the country. Right. Uh, it's painting it. Um, it's like, uh, let's say, the White House. All of a sudden, somebody wants to paint it blue. Oh, well, that's disrespectful.
0: Okay. You know? and, okay.
1: Uh, I just, I don't know. I think it's uh, the parents didn't let them color when they were kids, so now they're going to color their arms. I I don't, okay.
0: I don't get it. Well, I, think, well, see, I guess I see two issues. Like I said, I... I I, I don't get the t- thing with tattoos i I don't but i mean i I do also understand that it's it it's a current i mean it it is the the whole body art thing I, I mean it's a it's a fashion thing, and I'm beginning to think that everybody besides hondo and me you know in fact have tattoos and I mean I don't care I mean what you do with your own body is is your choice I guess the question is does does this does it make sense to have a rule that says All right, you you can't have, for example, the the arm sleeve. Or if you want to have the big tattoo on your back or on your chest, does it make sense to say no? Scott in Port Washington. Scott, you're on 620WTMJ. Good morning.
2: Good morning, Jeff. How are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you. What do you think?
2: Well, I've been in 31 years, mostly reserve, so I've kind of seen the whole gamut. Right. Um, And back in the 80s, when I was a med tech, I used to do physicals and I'd annotate tattoos on the body. And I saw. Full, but I saw a full back tattooed one, so I, I'm a little concerned about where the regulation came in and how it changed. But the moral is, back then, you know, tattoos were kind of a, they were a novelty. A lot of people did it. People that did it sometimes were seen as more out on the fringe,
1: mm-hmm. maybe
2: even somewhat reckless, maybe somewhat not criminal, but had some history, some checkered path now you see it with individuals who are highly educated very intelligent it's more of an expression you know showing
0: everybody has them no question about it everybody has them yeah
2: and i don't i'm 31 years i have no tattoos but the moral is i'm seeing individuals here who are are very good troops i mean and their tattoos don't reflect anything than than just wanting to show some independence i don't want to see a tattoo in uniform above the neck I don't want to see I, like one of the, the mike words.
0: tyson face tattoos or something like that
2: right. and that goes to the last caller i don't disgrace the uniform okay so the sleeve tattoos in the arms let's be honest most navy seals are carrying full sleeves that's kind of their trademark you see a right. lot of navy guys navy always was heavily into tattoos even in world war ii but i don't want it to detract so if they are going to have a sleeve arm sleeve if they're in their military uniform uh and especially their class a's i want to see that covered but what they do underneath that uniform it doesn't affect one iota. it's what how they perform in that uniform, mm-hmm. what they do, how they do their job. a tattoo shouldn't detract from that Got it if it, you know if they're criminal or something like that, well, well obviously then we'll deal with that
0: right but th- right but again, that's not yeah that that's certainly not I think you're right. I mean, styles have changed uh, trends have changed I will say this, and i I've, I've been repeating this for a while. If I ever find some place that develops a painless quick and effective way of moving tattoos, I'm investing in that company simply because I I do believe that there's going to be a generation or two of people who you, you get that tattoo. Look, let's be honest. You get that tattoo when you're 19 years old, all right when you're 59 years old, your body has changed. <laughs> you know? or, or maybe you just kind of get, get sick of that. You, you get that tattoo, and you've got that lady's name on your arm, and, you know, you, you were going to be together forever, and forever turned out to be about five years. Now it's 20 years later, and you're still figuring out how to get that. I'm just saying, I, I think that there's going to continue to be a market for this. If you can find somebody that can painlessly and effectively remove it, I'm, I'm investing in it. Let's talk to Dave in Hartford. Dave, you're on 620 WTMJ.
2: Hi good morning. Hi, Dave. Yeah, I think uh, tattoos are fine as long as like the last caller said they're not on the hands or above the neck anything that sh- appears while in uniform. Um I do think that they they seem to heighten or lower the regulations um mm-hmm. based upon numbers yeah. throughout the military I believe. So If the numbers are down, they usually lower the restrictions to get more, their numbers back up.
0: Well, yeah, and that's what the Air Force guy is saying. I mean, they're they're saying that I I think what about like one out of every four, whatever it was, recruits, potential recruits that they're looking at have tattoos which would violate the policy. So they're like, hey, let's let's, you know, you know, we, we need these people. You know, we shouldn't exclude otherwise good soldiers just simply because, you know, at the age of 18, they've gotten this tattoo.
2: Right, exactly, and and they, and they do heighten it for, uh, the regulations for other things and the norm for other things. It just depends on, it's a numbers game. So right, okay, thanks All for you calling.
0: Right. You're in the reserve. I appreciate it, John and Sturdivant. John, you're on 620 WTMJ. Good morning.
3: Good morning. Please take my call.
0: Thank uh, You're yeah. welcome. What do you think?
3: I agree with the last few people. I was in the Air Force, so I've dealt with it. But the Air Force, they used to call us like the civilians of the military service. And the other <laughs> services would make fun of us because we weren't quite as hardcore as they were. And that's why I can see the Air Force doing this. It's about the only time you ever see an Air Force person with their shirt off is like on the flight line or something when they're doing work. And even then they've got T-shirts on. So you'll never, during duty, ever really be able to see a full chest or a full back one. Right. You might see the arms if you're out on the flight line at work, but there's no civilians out there anyways because it's a restricted area. Uh, the only time you'd really get a chance to see any of these tattoos for most of the population would be like at a beach or something where they're out of context anyways and not associated with the uniform. Uh, I can understand the above the neck not having it for the same reason other people were saying it's just it's one thing to have the stuff where you can cover it up when you're in right. uniform. But it's, I think, still that symbol of respect. That if you're going to have the uniform on, it's nice to not have other parts of your body detracting from it or taking away from it. Thanks for the perspective. respect. Be covered up, just yeah. not a problem. No, th- and
0: again, I got to tell you, I, I don't have an issue with this. With this either. I mean, I, I do think the distinction that you've made is is reasonable. Where you say, okay, not not above the, you know, not above the the neck and things like that. But I mean, I I guess if to me if you're a good soldier and the fact that at this age of 18 you've decided that you had wanted to cover your arms with tattoos i, I don't think that you should necessarily have that scarlet a that says that okay you, you can't you, you can't serve it's 11:25, jeff wagner 620 wtmj good morning wisconsin welcome back to the show jeff wagner 620 wtmj so very glad to have you with us a quick reminder, we've been getting a number of requests. Do you podcast the show? The answer is yes. Um, all the programs, shows are now going to be podcast. You can go to WTMJ.com, click on the Jeff Wagner Show page, and then you can download them. You also can subscribe, and you can just get them automatically as soon as they are posted. Yesterday's show is up. Uh, not the 10 o'clock hour. I'm being asked to tell people because we, we spent most of the 10 o'clock hour covering the Donald Trump News Conference. And if you want to hear the Donald Trump Trump News Conference, there's all sorts of places that you can see that. It was an amazing amazing uh, amazing news conference but uh, yes by popular demand we are podcasting the show and you can subscribe and sign up and listen to it wtmj.com the jeff wagner show page all right we we brought this feature with us from the afternoon. I call it Pop Culture Corner. We, we do it every Thursday at 1130. It's our chance to kind of put aside some of the heavy lifting and stop talking about the legacy of Barack Obama and Donald Trump's cabinet picks and all the different controversies and, and kind of have a little bit of fun. Um, sometimes we talk about food, sometimes books, sometimes theater, sometimes TV, sometimes sports, sometimes movies, you know, whatever, whatever, Typically, it's something that's going on in the world that captures my attention, triggers, and tickles my fancy that I I hope you will be interested in as well. And as I was saying a little while ago, I mean, let's face it here in Wisconsin, where the Green Bay Packers are a religion. A lot of us are now starting to kind of punch out on our daily activities and start to focus on, you know, what's going to happen, oh, around 3.40 Sunday afternoon. Oh, yeah, that would be the game between the Packers and the the Dallas Cowboys, and a lot of us are focused in on that. And I, I thought for Pop Culture Corner this week, what we try to do is, I don't know, blend Blend genres of entertainment. You've, you've got sports, of course, and that's going to be big. But if you're a regular listener to this program, you know that I am a huge, huge movie fan. And I, I love all kinds of of movies I I love the comedies I love the dramas I've gotten into documentaries um, I I love watching documentaries and things it's just and I end up watching movies over and over again and one of the things that I find is that a lot of times sometimes it takes me a couple times to watch a movie before I can really decide if I like it or not or maybe there's movies that I like when I first watch them and then I see them a second or third time and I say I'm not sure what I saw then there's other movies that candidly the first time I see them, I don't get I don't think they were that great and then I watch them again and again, and I start to say, yeah, I really sort of like this, Pop, pulp, pulp Fiction is one of those movies, but for Pop Culture Corner this week, and by the way, we are also going to be live streaming this on, on Facebook, so if you go to facebook.com, 620 WTMJ, you will be able to see us in the studio, and you will be able to participate as well. Pop Culture Corner this week, in anticipation of the Packers playing the Cowboys on Sunday, I wanted to talk about movies, but I wanted to talk about sports movies. If you were on that desert island and you only were able to bring one one DVD with you, if there was only one sports movie that you were able to that you were going to be able to watch. If you wanted to watch one sports movie to kind of get you in the mood for a big sports weekend, What would that sports movie be? Your favorite sports movie of all time. 414-799-1620, 800-877-1620. That's the Acunet Mortgage Toll Free Talk line. And like I say, our phone lines tend to jam up on these segments, so my advice is call early. My also advice, other advice is um, you know, go with your first instincts. Sometimes people tend to overthink things. Um, we will be back with your phone calls. We will also be live streaming on Facebook Live, 414-799-1620, 800-877-1620. That's the Acunet Mortgage toll-free talk line, the best sports movie of all time. It can be serious. It can be funny. You decide. We discuss in two minutes. If you're on the line, please hold on. 1140 Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ it's 11:43. jeff wagner 620 wtmj pop culture corner we're now live streaming on facebook live also on twitter hashtag pcc pop culture corner very cool 414-799-1620 is the number best sports movie of all time in honors of the honor of the packers and the cowboys this weekend kurt in mayville kurt you're on 620 wtmj hello
1: Hello and good afternoon. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning, that's right. I'm rushing the time already. Rocky, definitely got to be Rocky. There's so many good ones out there, but that one gets you going every single time.
0: Did you like the sequels or the original? Was the original best?
1: You know, well, the original's the best, but uh, two, three, and four are okay. Number five and the rest of them really kind of stink, but you know you can't help but just love the original one the best.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it was just, I mean, it was such a, right, I mean, thanks to Sylv- Sylvester Stallone, Burgess Meredith, um, you know, Talia Shire, it just, that was a movie that, that worked, and really caught the attention of a lot of people, and, you know, I mean, I actually, I'm with you, I mean, I, I like the sequel, where he goes and he wins the title from Carl Weathers, and then, um, I mean, Rocky three. You know it had Hulk Hogan in it before anybody knew who Hulk Hogan was, but that was kinda good I agree Rocky four one four seven nine nine one six twenty eight hundred eight seven seven one six twenty the best sports movie of all time uh Jim in Milwaukee Jim good morning, good morning, sir. How are you? I am well, thank you, okay, you're gonna watch one sports movie get you in the mood. What's that movie gonna be
1: uh tin cup. <laughs> I love that movie. I am a huge golfer. I love golfing, but uh, something about that movie. It might not be a well-known great sports movie, but I love it.
0: Well, see the thing about Tim Cup, Tim Cup, with, with Kevin Costner and anything with Cheech Marin in it. By the way, I just you know from <laughs> Cheech and Chong, I, I just just love it. But the thing about that movie is that even if you're not a golfer and even if you don't know golf, you can still enjoy that movie because it's just a darn funny movie. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. It's the come the, the underdog come up from back behind and just kick
3: everybody's
0: butt. Right. And of course you've got one of the great villains of all time played by Don Johnson <laughs> from, you know, Miami Vice. Yeah. No, I think yeah. No, I think I, I just I matter of fact I was I was watching that movie the other day. Again, it's it takes it, it takes some I, I don't know, there's a little bit of what do they call suspension of disbelief. But no, Tin Cup's a fun movie. Four one four seven nine nine one six twenty, eight hundred eight seven seven one six twenty. And they shoot a scene in a Waffle House. If you ever have a chance to go to a Waffle House Take my advice, do it. Four one four seven nine nine one six twenty. Dick in West Bend. Dick, good morning. You're on six twenty WTMJ.
3: Good morning, Jeff. Thanks uh, for taking my call. Yes, sir. It's an oldie but a goodie, I think. Um, the original Brian song.
0: Um, James Conn, who played Brian Piccolo, and I'm forgetting who played Gail Sayers. Billy D. But Williams. Billy D. Williams, yeah, one of his first roles too. Yes. Um, yeah, that you know, that's that's one of those movies that Uh, Of course, I mean, for people who haven't seen it, it's the relationship between Brian Piccolo, who was a um, Chicago Bears running back who was diagnosed with a terminal illness, and Gail Sayers, who's the great running back. That's one that even though you know how it's going to turn out, there's not a dry eye in the house when you're watching that movie.
3: No, no, but it also talked about uh, bringing the black... uh but a right. black player and a white player are together and right. looming together
0: right, no no question me thank no it's it's outstanding um goes back to I want to say the early, the mid seventies uh let's see on our Facebook live where we're live streaming, Mike writes Hoosiers. I have several friends who just think Hoosiers. Um, is just about as, as good as it gets, especially if you are a fan of high school basketball. You know, Gene Hackman, Dennis um, Hopper, absolutely. 414 is the number. Xander in Watertown. Xander, good morning. You're on 620 WTMJ.
1: Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling. Uh, this is my favorite movie, sports or not, and especially this time of year, but i got to go with Rudy.
0: Rudy, tell me why.
1: Oh, just the inspirational part of it, and then the music and stuff. You watch that last scene and don't get
2: fired up for a Packer game, there's something
0: wrong. <laughs> that, well, you're, you're right. I mean, that, there is, like, for example, I love the movie Slapshot with Paul Newman, the yeah. hockey movie, but, but I, it just makes me laugh, you know, and the, the whatever brothers there are. But but you're right. If, if you are going to try to get fired up for the Packer game, you're right. Football is probably the way to go. No, thanks to call. Rudy is just tremendous. Uh, let's see. Ann writes on Facebook Live, this is a tough one, Field of dreams uh that would be one yeah i I like field of dreams is one of those movies that grew on me candidly the first time i saw it i i didn't i didn't quite get it but that's another one especially for guys you watch field of dreams and uh the the father-son aspect of that and father-son relationships sometimes for guys are a little bit conflicted but um that's certainly one that's outstanding josh in Wawatosa. josh you're on 620 wtmj good morning
1: yeah um I have a number that I love, but Caddyshack's got to be the number one <laughs> it's the funniest movie of all time to begin with. Plus, it's got sports involved. But a close second would be Major League.
0: Oh well, I mean, how can first of all, how can you not like Major League, filmed at the old County Stadium with, of course, yep. you know our very own Bob Euchre? Let's talk about Caddyshack. I did you like did you like Animal House better than Caddyshack? No,
1: Caddyshack's better.
0: Really? Okay, because you know, oh, I mean, yeah. the, no. All right, interesting. I mean, it, th- well, I mean, the, the big thing is. I was watching—this is, again, too much time on my hands. I was watching this documentary on the making of Caddyshack, and, of course, they—I mean, the fo- Animal House was such a huge hit that they wanted National Lampoon to—they they hired a lot of the people to try to duplicate it, and Caddyshack— you know, really, it, it didn't. It didn't reach that level. But they shot all this film footage, and they had all these like vignettes and all this funny stuff. And then they went to cut it together. They realized they didn't have a movie, <laughs> and so so what they had to do is go back and you know refilm stuff. And that that's when they brought in the Gopher to kind of like tie these things together because you know, we got all these great scenes. You know, we got Chevy Chase doing all this funny stuff. We got Bill Murray doing all this hysterical stuff. But. You know, we, we had Rodney Dangerfield. My goodness, Rodney Dangerfield. What what? He's hysterical in that movie, but they didn't have a movie, so they had to kind of bring it all together. 414-799-1620. Mike on the northwest side. Mike, you're on 620 WTMJ. Good morning.
1: Hey, good morning, Jeff. Hey, uh, I disagree with the other guy just before you. I think Animal House trumps uh, Caddyshack,
0: although I like both of them a lot. Yeah.
1: But, but my pick for the movie uh, is The Longest Yard with Burt Reynolds, your original one.
0: The, right, the, I was going to ask you if you're talking about the original or the remake. I mean, the original the had original Ray, Nich- Ray Nitschke was in better. it? Yeah,
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting. A little Burt Reynolds goes a long way with me, but I I agree with that. And, and right, you want to watch the original movie of The Longest Yard, because he's... The, I, don't, I don't know why they remake good movies. I think they should remake bad movies, you know, try <laughs> to get them right.
1: I actually, I actually thought the second one did, you know.
0: Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. Thanks. for. I mean, yeah, I I, I was a big fan of The Longest Yard. Let's see. uh, Joni writes, definitely have to go with a league of their own. Got to love Madonna. You got Madonna. You got Rosie O'Donnell. um, Yeah. Gina Davis, who's just super in that movie. Yeah, I actually a league of their own and Tom Hanks, of course, you know, some of the greatest scenes of all time for sports movies, uh, a league of their own. There's no crying in baseball. Four one four seven nine nine one six twenty. Sue in West Bend. Sue, good morning. You're on six twenty. WTMJ. They,
2: they stole my title. Okay. I, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's what I was just gonna say. Uh, no, no. Well,
0: that that that's fine. I mean, um, yeah, it, that's. You know, it, first of all, it's an interesting movie because it talks about you know something that a lot of us didn't know about. You know, women baseball, you know, during World War II. But I mean, they, that it's a perfectly cast movie, and it's it's one of these that it's funny, but it's also poignant and it has a message. It works on a lot of different levels.
2: Right. Plus, it's kind of is really based on a, a, a true scenario, I would think.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. You know? It it is. No, I. I and I mean, plus, I, I mean, maybe I'm giving something away, but I just think Gina Davis is really, really cute. <laughs>
2: Oh, she is. Well, put
0: it this way: Madonna's kind of a. She's not. She's kind of a hottie too, actually. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I, I got. I, I think. Okay, Madonna's kind. I got to think that one through. That's going to be the quotation of the day. Oh, um, I, John on Facebook Live writes, "Raging Bull." I watched that the other day. Um, you know, Robert De Niro, maybe. He's, he's got three or four really great performances, and his performance as, as Jake LaMotta in Raging Bull, um, Joe Pesci's in it, uh, Kathy Moriarty's in it. Um, I, I, I'd forgotten how good a movie that is. It was on—I was channel surfing one afternoon, and, and I saw that it was on, and I watched it, and it, it drew me in from— the beginning Mark writes slapshot he's with me you know you got to tell you it it's i I just that's a movie that always makes me laugh. Rebecca on Facebook live says the natural um she loves that she probably also loves uh, Robert Redford four one four seven nine nine one six twenty eight hundred eight seven seven one six twenty Dennis in Muskego. Dennis you're on six twenty WTMJ, pop culture corner good morning
1: hi good morning Jeff Wagner hi uh, I liked the Bad News Bears with all those women. That was a cute, funny movie there.
0: Uh, are you talking about the original Bad News Bears?
1: Yeah, with all the women in there. Uh, you know, they're uh, playing baseball and that.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, the, I, think, I mean, the original Bad News Bears was um, Walter Matthau, who played the coach, and um, Tatum O'Neill. Tatum O'Neill was in the movie. That, yeah, I mean, I, I if you're talking about the original Bad News Bears, I liked that one. It um, goes back a number of years um, I was watching this documentary on the making of that as well, and it 's kind of interesting to see where all those people are right now four one four seven nine nine one six twenty John in Milwaukee John good morning hi, hi John. best sports okay. movie of all time
1: My favorite sports movie of all time is Bang the drum slowly
0: oh another the one the of early these seventies yep
1: Robert de Niro, Michael Moriarty. right and he 's a De Niro's a catcher. He's
0: dying. Right. No, it's kind of a... It's sort of a a version of... It's kind of like, you know, the movie we were talking about with uh, the the Brian Piccolo story as as well. Right. 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 No, another... I mean, thanks. No, another... That's, again, another one, sort of another one of kind of the heavier kind of movies, but um, that's good. You know, another movie that I didn't think I was going to like because... Well, it's, again, a little bit of the actors go a long way with me. But um, The Blind Side, I ended up watching The Blind Side, and I, I thought that was really a good movie as well. You know, the story about this young kid that gets adopted by this family and ends up going on. And uh, I mean, it's a true story, of course, you know, playing, you know, tackle for uh, the University of Mississippi football team. That was a pretty good one as well. Let's talk to Dan in Fond du Lac. Dan, you're on 620 WTMJ. Good morning. Good morning. What do you I've think? I've
1: heard this show a couple of times before, and I can't believe nobody ever said Remember the Titans.
0: Remember the Titans. Well, actually, on Facebook Live, I'm getting a lot of people who who love Remember the Titans. That's it for you, huh?
1: Yes, it had a lot of subplots in it, and it was it brought the racial divide together.
0: Um, right. Yeah, absolutely. Watched it many times. No, I that, that's another real good one. Facebook Live. William writes Eight Men Out. If you're looking for a really good baseball movie, Eight Men Out would be that. Again, it's kind of the drama of the the again the the whole the, the whole story of the the Black Sox scandal. Um, Sheila writes Bull Durham. Yeah, I mean Bull Durham. Aaron says angels in the outfield. A lot of people saying slap shot. Again, that's kind of adult but it's funny as heck. Okay, I'm just about out of time for this segment. Thanks for all the calls. We broadcast this and live stream this on Facebook Live, so you can go back and watch the segment. Continue to participate. I check the comments. It is 11.55. In just a couple minutes, we'll find out what State Representative John Jagler and our News Director Eric Pilstead have on tap for WTMJ today. Stick around. Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ. <laughs> 11.58, Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ. I, again, we Facebook Live, and it's now up on our Facebook page. Keep posting p- comments and some of the different movies you like. I go back and check it out. Uh, a couple of people saying North Dallas 40 with Nick Nolte. I, I like that as wow. well. Wow. That's going back a ways. Yeah. But, um, and if you, I was just mentioning, if you read the book North Dallas 40, it's got a much different and much more tragic ending uh, than okay. the, the movie does. Eric Bilstadt, John Jagler, what do you guys got coming up on WTMJ today? You know, Hondo said over the top
2: for a, a sports movie I don't know does that count that,
3: that's the, wrestling, right? The wrestling? wrestling right well, arm <laughs> wrestling Sylvester Stallone is a truck driver Yeah, and he could win a truck and his son
2: as Hondo pointed out
0: well yeah but I mean if, if, well, if you've ever seen Hondo you understand why he's into that arm wrestling thing and stuff right. you know tough guy tough hey, guy
2: coming up in about seven minutes a reunion of sorts on the radio Wayne Larravie the voice of the Packers will join us of course we'll preview the big game on Sunday the, he and John used to share a microphone for many years and we'll be all back together again
0: we're getting the band back together. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it just, it, it just seems, I was talking to Larrabee the other day, it just seems kind of like yesterday when he started. And that's now, now you know, a yeah. couple decades. Time flies. Mm-hmm. Time flies. So stick around. They're getting the band back together. John Jagler, Wayne Larrabee, Eric Bilstad, all coming up on WTMJ today. I am out of time. We're back at 8.30 tomorrow morning when we do this all again. Stay warm. Be careful on the icy sidewalks. Have a great Thursday. This is Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ.